What's up, everyone, and welcome to our brand new podcast. Shut up. Keep going. This is a podcast where we explore our internet curiosities, and we're your hosts. I'm Sydney Goodman. I'm Kate Franklin. Um, I guess a little bit about us. Mm-hmm. We are um, little besties. Oh, that's mm-hmm. annoying. That's not setting the tone for what <laughs> you're about to experience. Um, we are close friends who met so we're not best friends anymore no we are best friends oh no (laughs) i just this is going on a tangent i'll keep it quick okay i feel like it's like ranking friends to me like i tend to love to do it for some reason (laughs) and so i stop myself because i feel like it's like really intense and i don't want to be overwhelming but i love you so much katie um but yeah so we are best friends since high school which Mm -hmm. is super fun um and i am currently a host um and work in the video game, entertainment, pop culture, all that jazz, sports space. I am, who am I? I'm Kate. I obviously am friends with Sydney since high school. Um, I am a grad student at USC studying film. And I'd like to say that I'm a filmmaker, but we'll see. You are a filmmaker. Thank you for that. It's kind of weird to qualify that for myself. But yeah, um, that's us. That is us. And we kind of came up with this idea because I feel like something Sydney and I have always bonded over is that we'll always be the person at the party to be like, hey, did you know about the Norwegian death slangs in the 1970s? And people will be like, what? And we'll just go into it. And what that really stems from is like a really weird curiosity with things and really wanting to know the root of everything. Um, And so what we thought about was what if we made a podcast where if we had a question about something, we look it up and we do research and then we come and present the the person with that idea. New episodes every week. So make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a a comment, a review. I don't know if you can leave comments, but leave a review. Tell your friends if you like it. Please keep tuning in. Um, Would you care to kick us off and go first? I mean, the pressure is on, but I shall. So the topic is the dancing plague of 1518. I, to be honest, I don't totally know how I got here. It was like 3 a.m. last night and I had just watched Halloween for the first time, which- I've actually never seen that either. Oh my God, it is so good. I was like really surprised that I liked it so much because I'm not really like a horror person. I'm not either, but I have found that horror films, I selectively watch horror movies. I have this fascination where I- I read all the plots on Wikipedia and we'll I do read, this- like every piece there's our next podcast <laughs> <laughs> do the same thing and like I'll read like every piece of media about it so what was the one not Midsommar what's the- Midsommar <laughs> what's the <laughs> other one that's by the same director that came out that everybody like hereditary hereditary <laughs> I didn't look it up it's hereditary congratulations hereditary what's the who's the director Ari Aster there we go I read every piece of media that came out about that film, but I knew I wasn't going to see it, but I feel like I saw it because I'm a very visual person. And so one of my friends, while he was explaining to me, because I wanted to understand the impact of the film on his psyche (laughs) when he watched it. And um, when he was explaining it to me, he very vividly explained this um, sequence. I don't know how familiar you are with the film. Um. Well, I scrubbed through the whole thing, which is kind of my take on what you oh, do. Oh, that's another, that's a step up. It's because I, I like don't like the feeling of dread 
when you watch a movie, <laughs> like yeah. a horror movie. So yeah. I just literally just like scrub through it and watch it really fast. Wait, that's such a good idea. But I then if something's that. really gory and you kind of want to see it, you like you can You're you control. can watch it or yeah. you can just keep going. You're in control. I love that. I'm yeah. going to start doing that. Spoilers for Hereditary. Um, if you haven't seen it by now, though, you're probably not going to see it. But apparently this girl, her head gets, she like, there's something about like an allergy attack and then her head is outside of the window and then it like gets, deca she gets decapitated basically mm -hmm, mm -hmm. by a pole or something. I don't know. But so my friend like very vividly described this. So I feel like I saw the movie and I feel qualified to tell all of you what happened, even though I've never seen this movie. Um, but now we're in a place where I forgot why we started talking about this. Um, it was because I talked about watching Halloween and then oh, staying up yeah. late. So I'm very fascinated by, by horror movies. I don't watch them very often. I do think it depends like what your definition of horror movie is because like I watched Mother, which is obviously kind of just like psychological. I, I think you would you would watch it and then you would maybe be like, this was too self-important. Kind mm. of like it thinks very the film thinks very highly of itself. It's like a uh oh god, what's that guy? Necrophilia necrophilia, necromaniac. He did the um He's like obsessed with dead people. No 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 no. Vibe? Um oh. What's that shit? What's that guy's called? Dogma 95 or whatever. Von Trier. Von Trier. It, if it, it, it treads into his like very self-important. Which is funny because you got obsessed with Von Trier in high school. I did. And you described to me the entire plot of Antichrist, which I don't think you had watched. Had Not you? at that point. I So I actually have watched it oh, now. Okay. And I... I, I guess I did scrub through it because I definitely did not watch it in its entirety. Well, you told me the entire thing and I haven't, I've never watched it. I still haven't. Don't. Because, because I did the thing where you told me in such detail that I have thought I've seen it. And then I, I'm kind of realizing now that I actually have never actually seen it. Yeah. See, my problem with horror movies is, I already said this, but it's the dread of like something is going to come up and it's going to be fucked up. So it's like not the really anticipation? The, yeah. <laughs> there's a word for that it's crazy dread, no but dread feels more on brand for horror yeah it's like i just don't like sitting in that and that's probably me being like a millennial and like needing instant gratification or something but no. i really hate that feeling it's like i just like kill me so you're like are you're you gonna more... kill me just do it now like i don't stand over there and like, i agree with that you know what i mean i agree with that no but so is it more of like you don't like the feeling of like you don't know what's coming like is it more of an anxiousness or is it more like hey let's get on with it this is stupid come on oh it's a definite anxiousness okay got yeah it. got it but halloween it has a lot of that but it's not it's like tasteful yeah um, and i think especially because it's like a suburban setting which i'm a big that. fan yeah. of well um well let's shall we get into it so I, I somehow got onto this and i think it was because i looked up from from halloween i got to like halloween topics and i got to the salem witch trials which was interesting and then i got onto ergot air do you know what ergot is no ergot Air, it's spelled like ergot, but it's ergotism, which is like a weird poisoning that you get from fungus and it makes you crazy. Oh my gosh. So I've kind of heard about that. I, I think that maybe this was in like a book that I read or something. Probably. 
it's like it's a weird there's been like a lot of cases of it through history but this one they is a theory of like why this happened um so let me tell you what happened okay (laughs) remind us of your topic again it's the dancing plague of 1518 wait dancing plague the dancing plague did peace I don't know if I'm allowed to ask questions. I'll let me just tell you. Let me just tell you what happened. Okay. So basically, in Strasbourg, Alsace, France, which was in the Holy Roman Empire at the time, 1518 is what we're talking about. There was about 50 to 400 people that danced for days, and it led to a shitload of death. Wait, physically <laughs> danced like. Yes, so basically what happened was this woman, her name is somewhere, this woman, um, Frau Tafo, she just like went into the village square and started dancing and like would not stop. And people like were... Was there music? um, At the time when she started dancing, there wasn't. I I don't think, I don't know. It's undecided. It's It's undecided if there was. But basically she starts dancing and then other young women started dancing with her. And then a shitload of other, like just everyone started dancing and they didn't stop (laughs) for like several days. Did they stop for like food or anything? Or are they just really... The details are unclear probably because it was 1518. Of course, But um. 50 to 400 people were dancing. That's also like a very big margin. (laughs) Like that's like two very different numbers. Well, I feel like if you have like two guys that are like writing this down. It's enough. I mean, don't get me. Like you said, 1500s. Like if we're getting hot in there, I'm satisfied. But it's just that's a big. Oh, wait, I forgot this. No, a stage was constructed and professional dancers were brought in. And the town hired a band to bring in music. But then after, I think so it like turned into like a fun event. But then people wouldn't stop and they were like, oh, no, like something is wrong. Was it the so... Sorry, I was going to save questions to the end. Keep going. No, it's okay. So they wouldn't stop dancing. And then they started obviously collapsing because... They were dancing too long. <laughs> too so much that was dancing. my question. Yeah. Is, was it, let's say that first woman, was she dancing that entire time? Or was it more like it created this festival that was continuously going on for a couple days? Frau, the first dancer. <laughs> Frau, the first. They yeah. didn't track her <laughs> movements. Um, I'm not sure where she ended up in this, but... Oh, it started in August. And it didn't end until September. So what? So it's like a month. Up. I thought you said it was a few days. That's what I thought, but I forgot. Um, it was several. Someone's gonna be so mad because they're like, I know all about this. But um, no, it was like a long time. It was a plague. Like people wouldn't stop dancing. Okay. And what? Yes. <laughs> why wouldn't you stop dancing? Well, so that's the thing. They are. Tr- they don't know why. Oh, so there's there. This is unresolved. I thought you were going to come in with information as to why they were all dancing. So apparently, they attributed it to like this saint that who had the power to curse people and to not make them stop dancing. It was like a religious huh. thing. Uh huh. Um, but the other theory is that, and I don't know if either of these are right. Is that like I was saying, it's that fungus, that air gut mm-hmm. fungus that like makes you hallucinate and have, it's like a psychedelic experience, like a yeah. bad trip. 
situation. So that's another theory. And then I think the last one, which is probably the most likely, it was just like mob mentality, psychological illness. So you said people died. Did they die because they were dancing too hard? I think they'd like, like, like exhaustion. They had like strokes. What? Oh my gosh. And it's not, it's sad. It's sad. I shouldn't be. I'm in disbelief though. Isn't that crazy? Wow. So this is something that happened and was recorded in history. Yeah. Is there's like engravings. The dancing plague. The dancing plague of 1518. And apparently there was like other cases of this that like throughout like the medieval times not the dinner theater, but like the era um, of like mass dancing events. And people dying from them? Imagine you don't stop dancing and your body I'm just confused. Well, I guess in my head, I feel like it has to be some sort of, what is it called? Ergot? Yeah. Or some sort of mental impairment or something. Because I feel like most people in their right mind would stop dancing if they felt like they were going to die. Well, that's, I think this probably just taps in. I'm like so fascinated with mom mentality and like how that works. Like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. And like how like groups of people, you can like fall into that. It's so crazy to me. Oh, totally. Because I feel like your, your physical body always kicks in at some point and is like. Stop. Takes over the mental, whatever. But that's why maybe the, the ergot thing makes sense. Because what it is, it's like if a lot of people get there it grows on wheat so if a lot of people get their wheat Mm. from the same place they can get ergot poisoning that's like the salem witch trial that's what they claim happened there that's fascinating crazy sydney tell me what you discovered this week yeah i mean i'm like the dancing plague of 1518 okay well so the reason why i was so just like are you serious when you said what yours was (laughs) It's because I am talking about cod pieces today. Wait, cod pieces? It's called cod pieces, which is from the 1500s. Shut up. Yeah. That's why I was like, (laughs) wow, we're in the same era here. So cod pieces were, and I know that this is a podcast, so you cannot see what I'm about to show, Kate, but... um, I do encourage you to to maybe Google a photo. So I will do my Wait, best what to part describe. Is it though? It's the part on the penis. Okay. Um, so I will do my best to describe to everybody kind of what we're looking at. Um, if you did look it up, if you didn't look it up and you're driving, don't look it up. It's not worth it. Look it up later. Um, but basically cod pieces were, were part of men's garments. And, you know, in the 1500s, men wore hoses to cover their legs, but there was nothing in between them. So it was just kind of like one piece on one leg and one piece on this other leg and their like junk was out. Wait, um, so how far? I, d- I didn't really look into that. It seemed like it was the photos that I saw all already had the cod piece on it, but it basically seemed like it was like pants without the crotch. So it's just Wait, like, are we talking two... about like the little tights that they wore? Yeah, I okay. believe so. Yeah, that was my understanding of it. But so they had these two hoses to cover their legs, but it didn't cover their junk. And when they went to do things like ride a horse, they Ouch. would just expose themselves. They're mm. they're out. Um, and so in Middle English, cod mm-hmm. actually means scrotum. So these are scrotum pieces, <laughs> if you will. Um, but no, so cod pieces began as this piece of fabric that brought the two hose pieces together. And they actually ended up being 
becoming decorative and padded and long and Mm. elaborate. And instead of covering and disguising the penis, it emphasized it. Why not? You know, why not? I mean, it's here. But so what I thought was so interesting is actually there's a couple theories of its development. There's one that I think is the most entertaining. um, But the one that's lesser entertaining to me is that somebody named Marion Sitchell, I believe, um, in the book History of Men's Costume suggests that it developed because of the restriction of movement from the hose and cod pieces gave them more movement. Okay. Mm -hmm. Boring. Um, another theory is to emphasize a man's sexual prowess, which just seems too obvious. It's a piece of... And I, they're not like making it like in comparison to the size. But so here's, oh, here's my favorite. Okay. Is anthropologist Grace Q. Vickery, Vickery or Vickery, apologies, Grace, if you're listening. Um, she or he, they believe that it contained medication to relieve symptoms of STDs. And so they had the cod piece so that the medication wouldn't ruin their clothes. Um, And so she's actually quoted as calling it a visible penis sheath. Basically, her theory is that there was a functional link between the cod piece and the sexually transmitted syphilis epidemic that swept through Europe starting in 1494. And um, that Treatments for that outbreak included ointments made from arsenic, sulfur, black hellbore, pine resin. Johnson? (laughs) Jesus. And, quote, a whole galaxy of herbs, minerals, syrups, and... So they're putting... So the coffees is, like, basically, like, the Band-Aid situation. Like, it's like they put that stuff on to help with their situation. And then the cod piece is, like the like thing that goes over it so okay here this might answer your question so it said um one thing that worked was mercury and it was used to fight syphilis until 1910 fun fact um but it had topical application in a mixture with grease necessitated quote a practical artifact a large boxy penis container (laughs) which one would hold layers of bandages in place Two, would keep the grease or other drug stains from spreading to stylish clothing. Sure. And such cod pieces could also contain the pus associated with the disease. So it was kind of like this big penis Band-Aid. Um, but what but I make thought, it fashion. But make it fashion. Exactly. And so then to. it became kind of indoctrinated into fashion. Um, but so Vicay, who... Um, oh, I actually... I'm curious now. Shit, who's the K? That's different than the the person that I. <laughs> oh, it's a. Um, it appears to be a typo. Okay. So Vicari, that anthropologist from the mm-hmm. beginning, um, they argue that German mercenaries came up with the med- medicinal contraption by the 1510s, and that they were the first sufferers of syphilis. Syphilis. Um, And actually, the prime carriers through Europe and fashionable males, no stranger to the pox, adopted it in 1530s. So they make the point that people who were afflicted with syphilis were discriminated against since it was a social disease and it was kind of, you know, stigmatized. Um, And so if every mercenary wore one of these, then no one would stand out for having an STD. And so soon enough, wearing a codpiece lost its association with syphilis and it was just a thing that became so the fashion. How did they, who is the marketing person behind this? Like, how did they get, they were like, okay, 
this like George has syphilis and he's got to wear this thing to like deal with it. Did they like tell other people they're like, hey, wear this cool piece of fashion. Don't ask why. But I think it could have been mob mentality that it was this thing where it's like, okay, so let's say like this cool guy who gets a lot of puss. I hate that I just said that. (laughs) Or maybe it's just an unlucky dude who had one go at it and ended up getting syphilis. Who can say? I mean, they they took showers like three times a (laughs) lifetime. So if some like cool dude got syphilis, had a bandaged penis and had this piece that also, I mean... Even if, you know, I laid out three different theories, I'd assume it's probably a combination of all of them, you know, that it's something where it's like the cod pieces did give them kind of more movement. It covered their junk when they were jumping on the horse. Um, And so you see somebody with that. And maybe if you don't understand that they have syphilis and that this is something that's socially frowned upon at that point. um, And one might argue that it's still maybe not everyone's favorite thing present day i don't seek Um, it out as if that's what you're asking (laughs) but if you're wondering where the cod piece went because obviously that's not yeah that was my next question that's in fashion so the renaissance cod piece faded from fashion by the 1590s Mm -hmm. um so it had about 60 years of prominence which is kind of a long time when you think about fashion well maybe not because denim's been around for a long time right yeah, but that's like fabric. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, the concept did not entirely disappear. Um, there is the D-A-B-D aprons um, that is being cited by the anthropologist in a Montgomery Ward catalog of 1900. And um, to quote the catalog, these were worn to, quote, keep the clothing and bedding from becoming soiled when afflicted with gonorrhea or gleet. So cod pieces. Well, I want to look up more pictures of this because this is wild. I feel like it's one of those things where I never really thought much of it because obviously I've seen pictures of, uh, well, not like photographs, but pictures of, you know, royalty and whatnot from the 1500s. And I never really thought about it. But like, look at this one. It looks like a little cinnamon roll (laughs) on top of its... I mean, honestly, so the one that Katie is showing me is a little metal pouch. It almost looks like a cup. Yeah, like, like a, a metal cup. Iron. Which, to be honest, if I was fighting in a war, I would probably want that in case definitely in metal. Have you ever thought about war back then? You're just running against someone with a fucking like big ass knife. Yeah, that's too much. I can't think about. Have you ever? So I was. Um, I was doing the dishes and I always try to, we have some like our main go-to knives. Like we have like a Mm -hmm. Japanese, Japanese, Japanese knife um, that is, you know, you want to keep it in good condition. So usually, and I'd say in all cases, except for this one I'm about to tell you, we wash it immediately after using it and Mm -hmm. dry it off and put it back in its sheath. But in this case, for some reason we left it out and so the food dried Mm -hmm. and so I was trying to scrub the food off and I slipped and completely cut my knuckles and I don't know if you've ever cut that's the first time that I've ever cut flesh like that it's a very bizarre feeling both as the recipient and as the the cutter Mm -hmm. and I just could not imagine you know it was pretty small I still have a scar on my on my knuckle it was like right here but like could you imagine think about like with a sword and somebody's coming up like i 
Well, there's so much there. It's like, I would be, if someone's running at me and like, it's like you sitting across from me and you're running at me with a knife. Like I would just run back. Like You did, wouldn't run towards them? No. You're going to lose some wars, dude. I mean, I don't understand murder, obviously. Murder is also something. But like imagine yeah. like stabbing someone. I Like going through, I one time tried to pick my, prick my finger for like a art project and it was, I couldn't do it. Like my body, like my brain was telling my uh, my other hand like why are you're not supposed to do that like we want the skin intact <laughs> it was really hard and so i can't imagine like breaking through flesh like that that's really horrifying yeah i mean if they're like enemies i don't know that's tough i, I mean i think the other hard thing too is that you think of like Back in that time, when if you were getting stabbed, like you're probably done for just because you're oh, probably yeah. getting an infection. Like oh, big time. That's it. Cod pieces, everyone. <laughs> well, I have to say, so I, I have seen a modern cod piece. Let me just tell you. Oh. So a few years ago, I was Art Garfunkel. No, I was Paul Simon. My friend was Art Garfunkel. Do you remember okay. this? It was a really good costume for Halloween. And we went to a bar in San Francisco. It's when I lived there. And there was this guy. Everyone was dancing. And we were, like, having a good time. Dancing plague. Related. <laughs> and this guy was dancing. And he was in one of those, like, skeleton, like, looks like a PJ onesie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were, he was, like, funny. Like, we were all, like, yes. And then I look. I just happened to look down. And his penis had its own like sleeve Stop that had it. a bone on it. Wait, that's a good idea. <laughs> it's weird, but I like. But also, if I saw somebody out, I feel like that's just like a little too visually the, intimate. With yeah, somebody's. and then the context of like dancing and like I like saw it like flap around in his like. It was just honestly really upsetting. But I feel like that is like a modern interpretation of a cod piece. Speaking of modern cod pieces, so bands like Kiss. Oh, the sock. Yeah. Is, you know, cod pieces can be found in rock and metal. Um, and so some examples they gave was they being this article on loudwire.com um, is Wasp's Blackie Lawless, um, who for the cover of their album Animal, Fuck Like a Beast, um, and a lot of other promo shots, um, Blackie actually strapped on a classic tiger-striped circular uh, saw codpiece. Hmm. Oh, I see. Do you know what it looks? It looks like, I mean, same era, right? I mean, I don't know if this is true to the era, but like a chastity belt? Yeah, yeah. I think chastity belts are true to the era because speaking of medieval times, there is, if you get there early, they have like a museum. Again, it's I don't know how true it is. To, like how historically what? accurate but they have like a little museum of like torture devices and i want to say there's a Where? chastity belt in there at medieval times oh i've never been you've never been to medieval times no, but i've I been there go. so many times i've been there three times but it was maybe Why? enough i don't know so i went once i want to say a summer camp Oh, that, that makes sense. That's like a where you had like activities throughout the yeah. week. you had like field trips throughout the week and one of them was medieval times and then I went there on a date 
once. Okay. But um, they do this thing where the <laughs> where the knight who is fighting for your color. Oh well, you've never gone. So medieval times basically is this dining experience Love where it. you eat, but you eat as if you were in medieval times. So you eat True with your hands, man. and they give you like rotisserie chicken and. Um, I've, I'm trying to think, I don't know. I've never drank alcohol there, but I was gonna say, if you're of age, I'd imagine they probably give you something in a chalice. Um, and basically it's these men that ride on horses and the, um, the dining hall is kind of this arena and in the middle is like sod and whatever. And again, there's horses there and the dining arena is split up into four colors and then each color has their knight, I believe, mm-hmm. who is fighting on your behalf. And so they do like a tournament They're and like it's a jousting scripted thing. They're jousting right? and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But before the tournament starts, each knight kind of chooses like rewards. I don't remember what they give you. Maybe it's a rose to like a woman in the and you were chosen. And the thing, I was chosen. But the reason why it's funny is because it's like there's always a lot of summer camps and like kids there yeah. and like kind of field trips. And so usually they give it to a kid because it's like cute. You just give it to like a little girl. But instead, I was rewarded the rose. And the date that I was on, the guy was like really insecure, shall we say? And it became like an issue. So he but was, it was jealous of this <laughs> this actor, essentially. That was- yes. <laughs> um that should have been the red flag i mean we're not talking about that today it's okay um but yeah that was one time and then i went another time i want to say maybe alex and i went because he always he either we either did go or he always wanted to go and we could never find time so maybe i've only gone twice well i don't know is it like a thing outside of southern california i just i think there's one in vegas oh there is Mm -hmm. because i just have such a memory of that because there's always television commercials for it and there's always like people eating turkey legs with their hands and honestly, for some reason, the like medieval times when I was like a child was really scary to me. I like it freaked me out. I didn't like what it. What part of it was uncomfortable? I just didn't like the vibe. Something about like, like you, did you not like medieval times? Like the time period? Yeah, yeah. I didn't like okay. the time period. It like creeped me out. I didn't like watching movies that were medieval times. Oh, it like made me scared for some reason. Did you ever watch Merlin? No. Oh, that's a good movie. I did like um, Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Oh, great I was a huge movie. fan. I was too. How, we have never talked have about- Have we never talked about that? What? I had it. Okay. You remember? Did you have a PSP? I sure did. Wait, you had a PSP? Yes. Katie, you video <laughs> game maverick. Well, I, I only liked- Game Boy and PSP. I didn't That's really go. Fine. Well, and wait, roller- what did you play on PSP? Honestly, bargain bin games. My, I had two like boy cousins, and they had a Game Boy, and I like. Oh, I've met both of them, right? Yeah. yeah, I would like use it, and then I like really liked it, so my parents got me one for Christmas, and but like I wasn't like in like into it. I'm saying that in quotes. So like they, I would just, and I didn't have money. I'm like seven. So I would just get like, if we went to Target, they would just like get a bin game. So I, uh-huh. I couldn't choose. It was whatever was yeah, in the Yeah, but bin. The, I do remember the game I was obsessed with was Bomberman on Game Boy Color. Bomberman. So fun. Wait, I'm, what? But then, okay, on PSP, I got it. And it was like, honestly, the biggest present I've ever gotten. Like 
It, I got it like when it came out, so it was a big deal. But they also had little movies. Do yeah, you remember this? I remember this. I had a movie. I had Monty Python on that. <gasps> and I only had what? that oh, wow. and Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. And so I've seen those movies. Oh, man, I hope that didn't get picked up. I just burped. I don't think I didn't hear it. Okay. But I am only listening to my own voice. <laughs> Anyways, I've seen Monty Python like a hundred times because I no, only had I those two my... movies. Have you ever watched like their sketch comedy? No, but I feel oh, like I should. Katie, we are in we're we'll have we'll a have night where we watch it. There's one I haven't watched it in such a long time. So actually I had a friend in middle school. Her name is Arnie, and she Go, Arnie. She was the best. Because I feel like when you're in middle school, you know, you really want to conform. You want to just kind of sure. like skate by. Like you don't want to, you want to be the, yeah. norm, the normal though. You want to be a normal kid. And Arnie, not that she wasn't normal, but it was like she was so into, the, she loved the Beatles and she loved Monty Python. And just like her interests were so atypical for being in middle school. Being in middle yeah. school. And I so salute her for just like having the confidence to be like, this is what I like and I'm going to do it. But so she was actually my friend who introduced me to Monty Python and probably oh. what shaped like my horribly dry humor. Um, and I just remember there was my favorite sketch was um, there's like, it's like a, a martial arts class and it's like mm -hmm. how to defend yourself with a banana. <laughs> It's amazing. It's Aww. so good. I would try to recount more of it to you, but I cannot remember because I haven't watched it in yeah. such a long time. How did you find the cod piece? You never said that. Oh, yeah, I didn't. So it was actually from, I think it was from TikTok. Really? Yeah, I was watching a TikTok and it was some lady who was talking about like fashion throughout the years oh love that yeah and i, I want a huge like, oh. thing of that right now of fashion throughout the years or yeah TikTok? like internet people talking about fa like costumes and fashion yeah so actually i think that that's so it's weird because it's like internet people talking about things and so were you a big tumblr person yeah remember we were both... We, I know that I was really into Tumblr, but I couldn't remember I if I talked you, to anybody about it. You got me on Tumblr, and we were both, like, Tumblr You know what? Pals. I do remember that. Yeah. So, you know how on Tumblr, I feel like the reason why I love Tumblr so much was because you could learn so many things. Yeah. And it felt like this corner of the internet where it was... I don't know if it was its algorithm or what, but where it, it kind of became this almost, like, safe place of totally. just, like seeing a bunch of internet that was catered to your interests. Yeah. And that's what I feel like TikTok does a really good job. And the reason why I like TikTok um, is because its algorithm is just incredible. It's very creepy, but it's amazing. Um, and I think it's interesting because I, quote, learn things on TikTok, but like it's just kind of random people talking about things and you never mm. really know if it's true or not. So, which is similar to Wikipedia. So I try to make a point to, if I find something interesting on TikTok, I will go and research it myself to yeah. see if it's actually true or like what truth there are in what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what happened with the cod piece thing was I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I went and looked it up and I was like, oh, it's like actually real. Um, but yeah, people on the internet saying things, it's interesting because you can just kind of say whatever. I know. Whatever you want. Totally unchecked. I mean... I don't, I don't know this at the same time though I this is probably how I thought like how we came up with this idea was because one of my 2020s new year's resolution which is weird was to make a podcast with Sydney well no. in a way it was that I 
realize anytime I like don't know something, if it like comes up in conversation or I'm thinking about it, I was going to look it up. I didn't want to ever have a, because we have the internet like in our hands all the time, you know, how they say that I was like, if I'm ever curious, I'm like, why is this this way? I'm just going to Google it. And it's been a really interesting year. And honestly, it's helped. I mean, not that I predicted that we'd be on our computers all the time now, but especially when I'm on Zoom all day and like someone says something, I just immediately Google it. And I'm like constantly looking things up. Okay, so this is interesting because one of my New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't, I feel like I had like a tight five resolutions that were like very exact goals. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like musings for the upcoming year, um, oh my God, I'm so glad we're not doing this video. If you all saw my face when I did that, you would vomit. (laughs) It was so pretentious. Um, But to move on, I... I'm really focusing on admitting when I don't know things Mm -hmm. and just like being okay that I don't know things because I don't need to know everything. And so in the same vein of what you're saying in terms of like you, if you don't know something, you're going to look it up. I am trying to become better of, you know, when you're in a conversation and someone's like, oh yeah, like, have you seen that movie or have you heard of that thing? You just kind of go like, oh yeah. And just like hope that they don't close you on it. I do that all the time. And I'm trying and I feel like I've gotten to I've definitely grown in this but being more comfortable saying like oh no I've never heard about that like tell me more about it yeah and just like being curious and being okay if people think I'm an idiot for asking questions that's I love that to be honest I feel like I haven't seen anything or I feel like I'm in a black hole all the time yeah because I feel like people have seen so many things. People know about everything. People, I like, I'm like, how does people have time for this? What is that? So, okay, this is so, I love that you said this because is that I think that all the time with video games. Oh yeah. The video game community on Twitter, everyone has played, a, a game comes out. Every freaking pe- person has played this game and they have like five fun facts about it. And I'm like, I'm still playing a game that came out in July and I'm like 5% of the way through so do we think people are lying like i don't or do they sleep like two hours a night like i don't understand how these things get done it's i I don't have an answer to that i know i know is this the end of the episode should we end should we wrap this up should we wrap this up loved learning about the cod piece thank you i loved learning about the dancing plague 1518 1518 crazy shit what's crazy is that that was on. That was just right before the up and up of the cod piece. I'm, maybe some people who were dancing were wearing the cod piece. Was the cod piece before, piece before or after? Cod piece was, I think, fifteen ten is oh. when it first came about, and then Wait. it was like widely adopted in the fifteen thirties. So maybe there's a bunch of weird things going on down there that made that affected people. You know how like? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not a medical professional. So. Okay. Well, I will say is I read this article once about, um, and the details are going to be fuzzy because I don't really remember it. It's okay. But they were basically talking about pre- how pretty much everyone had syphilis back in the day. Yeah. And that syphilis, like in its later stages, can cognitively affect you. Wow. And so that like these rulers, like, that's what I was going to say. Syphilis yeah. And we're making these big decisions and like beheading people and just kind of like making rash decisions um, because they had the power to and that their brains were probably their cognitive functions were likely impaired from syphilis. Wow. 
And then later they just all married each other and everyone was everyone's cousin. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know that I would marry my cousins, but I don't know. I I would not. I wouldn't. That's a decision that I would not make. Um, But, you know. Well, that's enough of that. Thanks, everyone, so much for watching. Um, They're not watching, but they're... They're imagining. They could be watching their the time. Like the They probably are at this point. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. I'm Sydney Goodman. You can find me everywhere at Sid So Good. I'm Kate Franklin. You can I my Instagram handle's long. Um <laughs> just go to Sydney's page. <laughs> Already okay. there'll be another episode. Oh, I don't think we figured out our cadence yet. Soon. Soon. Let us know what you think about this. Yeah, How's let us know if you like it's it. It's our first time. This is our first time. We're open to feedback. Um, see you later. Bye.